The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, once known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan! And also we have Mr. B.N.E., the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters, put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters, Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans, he give you a reason to do it in every Friday evening, ain't nobody leaving, if he's pushing Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge, what's the season, Phoenix alone, show them how it's done, we're on, VoiceAmericaSports.com. Yeah, yeah, back for another segment, of course my man B&E ain't in, but I did talk to him today. He's over there at Tempe Prep, getting them young boys ready. I know we got a big camp coming up uh, a couple of weeks for Junior Rank Sports. Want to get that off the top. Big props uh, to all the guys that's been working hard. I don't know if my CEO out there listening, Sean Berry, all the crew, all the coaches, my man Glenn DeVoe, OD, the whole crew. We just signed a new five-year deal uh, with the U.S. Marines, so we're excited about that. So we're in business for five more years. So if you got a young kid out there that's trying to get his game on or trying to get selected to our All-American game, high school or youth, go check us out. And if they don't make it, you can get them right into to the Army or boom, no problem. The Marines. Marines. Yeah, yeah. You, you got Marines. the contact. Well, yeah, we're we, we with the Marines. So sign up, sign your kid up at JuniorRankSports.com. We'll be uh, at Hamilton High School next weekend. I'm excited to finally get back to work. Got my man B&E is going to be coaching the linebackers. Uh, Coach Fonts is going to be coaching the defense. So I'm excited about that, man. we got a good group of guys. Um, like I said, we just had our conference call today, so the contract is official. So we're back in business for five years. Right ain't on. Nothing, ain't nothing like job security. That's right. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing like job security. So all my, all my peoples out there, all my men and the young lady, Courtney, if you're out there listening, I'll give you a shout-out. She's a young lady in our office as well back in Chicago. So uh, proud of her team. Appreciate it, Sean, for hammering out the deal. So I'll see you guys out here in Phoenix next week. And I've been getting a lot of beef on my Twitter. I know I just came in on the you know, tail end of it. Yeah. But on Twitter, people were upset at me about the uh, about the Saints bounty hunter deal like I was out there paying the players. Well, they know you. They know back in the day that, that, that you know you know a little something about something. <laughs> you know, automatically they're going to call you because they want to know, uh, come on, Mark, what, you know about this. Tell, tell everybody. Uh, about bounties and, and things like that, because when I had was fortunate enough to play, uh, we didn't get a chance to do bounties in the USFL and stuff like that in Canada and you know NFL. Big. Uh, that's why you got that music. We some hard hitters. Yeah, we yeah, some uh, hard yeah, hitters. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But uh, in no way, like I told you, I want to top it off. Uh, do I condone any guy going out there purposely trying to end the guy's career? Um, like I said, I speak from a different era. Can't speak for these guys' era, so some of these young guys has probably been tweeting me and saying, "Well, what? Do you, how would you feel if some coach paid a receiver to come up?" They they were getting paid, yes, and they were trying to take my knees out. So I'm not just gonna say they were doing it on purpose, 
But come on now. Part we, of the we, game. Yeah, we, we it knew became it became part of the game. We knew that. And obviously, you know, playing in Philadelphia, most of the people I've been getting tweets from, they're not Eagle fans anyway. So it's just a whole mystique about the Eagle thing. Obviously, back, you know, you had the Redskins, the Giants, mm-hmm. uh, the Cowboys. Those wars, man, those were... Uh, those were different ball games. It's almost like, uh, you know, I know I'm, all my Alabama fans out there listening, it's almost like playing in the SEC every week, playing against Auburn. Uh, we didn't go out there intentionally trying to hurt their players. But it's a little extra incentive somewhere. Maybe you didn't have to run laps, you know, get out of that last. No, nah, we wouldn't. Through. No, Coach Stallings wouldn't letting us out of nothing. <laughs> <laughs> the only incentive for Coach Stallings was like, good ball game, we've got to go on to the next. Like, but, there was but, but, <laughs> about Goodell, though? I mean, you know this could be the perfect opportunity for a guy like that, the sheriff, down. to become the marshal. He could be like Sheriff Joe Pyatt. Come on now. He could be like So I, I just, you know, little stuff that's coming in. Uh, you can just think about it how you want it. Why haven't the Saints franchise uh, Drew Brees? You would think he would be the guy that they would put the tag on. But then, you know, hearing little stuff from inside sources that, Maybe the commissioner may take that franchise tag away from the Saints. Maybe that's why they haven't franchised, franchised him as yet. But it's a tough situation. I'm sure he's going to make a, a, a statement. I don't know what kind of statement he's going to make, but every time somebody's in trouble, he does make a big splash. And when you go out and uh, you kind of tarnish the integrity the, of the, the game. Shield? Yeah, you tar- the shield? <laughs> you tarnish the integrity of the game, which he is trying to clean up as much as possible. And knowing uh, since he's been on his watch, that was going down. Hey, this is good stuff, though, here. You, you got it. And I don't know if you heard this, but but listen to this. See if any of it rings a bell, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, but here it is. The, the payments were made for plays such as interceptions, fumble recoveries, but the program also included bounty payments for card-offs. What the hell is a card-off? Oh, you take him on the cart. If, what do you mean? If, if the cart got to come get him. Like the, the, the medical cart. Oh, you, so you mean this is serious. Yes. So yeah. you get a cart off, meaning that the opposing player, yep, carried off the field, and, and a knockout. But a no- knockout, that's, ooh. That means he ain't coming back to the game. And the investigation showed, uh, Mark, that the total amount of funds in the pool may have reached $50,000 or more. That's it? And at its height. Did y'all hear that, folks? He said, that's it. Like, I, I'm thinking that, that, I, that's all they putting out there? I was thought, I think it would be a little bit more. You oh, know, y'all so was in the six figures back in your No, day. I wasn't in no figure. <laughs> I was in no figure. I'm I was trying a, to trap him, hey, folks. Hey, yeah, I was 11th round <laughs> draft pick. I was I was almost Mr. Uh, Mr. Irrelevant. But uh, I used to see the guys play, you know, blackjack for, you know, larger pots than that. But. But what's wrong with paying, you know, paying a guy a little extra for performance? What's wrong with giving my guy Mark McMillan uh, an extra two grand because he made an interception? How come I can't do that as a team, as a defensive coordinator? How come I can't reward my guys? Now, I know, uh, you know, we had uh, rewards as far as special teams because that's what I was. You, you down the ball inside the twenty, you get a couple of hundred dollars, which is great because you know you're. I'm running down trying to get that extra $200. <laughs> Not only do you, you know, you, you put yourself in a position to make a little extra money, but you put your, uh, your defense on the field and you, you back them up. So you figure if you get the ball inside the 20. Bonus. That offensive team got to go 90 yards on one of the best defenses to play the game. And 200 in your pocket. And two, and I was only making. And <laughs> <laughs> 200, 200 was good. That 200 was good. So I was running down full speed, busting down wedges at 160 pounds. <laughs> 
So, so I can understand incentives like that, but but card offs? Wow. Well, the, the NFL supposedly has a long-standing rule, my man, uh, prohibiting some of those non-contract bonuses. You know, them two hundred you were getting. That wasn't legal. But uh, anyway, they, they, the violation, both the league constitution and bylaws, and the collective bargaining agreement with the players' union, clubs are advised every year of this rule in a memo from the commissioner. Game on. Mm. Somebody told. Somebody told. I, and I, uh, what, uh, Greg, uh, was it Greg Evans, Greg Lewis, the defensive coordinator who was with the uh, Saints, formerly of the Saints, he came out and... Uh, Greg Williams. Greg Williams came out and said, uh, I apologize for my role in the performance. The pay for, this is how he said it, pay for performance program. So it was like, you know, it was like almost a foundation. But where does Sean Payton... And owner Tom Benson fit into this. Tom Benson's up in the booth just chilling. He probably had no clue this was going. I guarantee you, uh, like a, we, me, I had Willie Rofe on a couple weeks ago. Nothing but respect for Mr. Tom Benson. Uh, I, 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 I put anything on. He had no clue about this going on because he is that guy. He is that owner that's built his franchise from from people wearing bags to all of a sudden, you know, people are are, are proud to be saints. And very well should be because that franchise was up and down for a while. Obviously, everybody know the devastation of Katrina. They rebounded back from that, won a Super Bowl title, and all of a sudden, I'm sure Mr. Benson is like, are you serious? Right. Now, that's where <laughs> I'm going. If he's not in on it, and all of a sudden, you know this is going to smack them big. Somebody got to clean house. N- not Somebody got to go. <laughs> what do you do? Because now you're the owner. You just found out about this. You didn't know. Now this thing could cost you draft picks. As Ooh. you put it, it could cost you that franchise tag. Right. This thing could be way, way bigger than Spygate. Yeah, it could be real. It's like, it's, I guess it's, I've, I've never been married, but I guess that's like finding out your wife was cheating for a long time. What do you do? Do you work it out with her? Ooh. Or do you bounce? Well, if you really love Sean Payton and you like what he's been doing for the relationship. So he cheated on you. Sean cheated on Mr. Vincent. I, I, I may not be able to forget it, but because of who you are, I can forgive you. So she's that dime piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, With that buttermilk but biscuit. I'm never going to forget. <laughs> that buttermilk biscuit. You can't just. You can't just, just. But you said something, and, and, and that concerns me because why haven't they worked the deal out with Drew, and why haven't they franchised him yet uh, they're franchising kickers right now now if you figure other teams are franchising kickers and cornerbacks and cornerbacks are not franchisable players as far as making a immediate impact you franchise your your tackle obviously because he protects the quarterback's blind side you franchise your running back not the uh, kicker the kicker and the saints have no franchise tags on anybody so something's going on there. So it's a lot more There's cooking than some gumbo. Yeah, it's, There's it's, something brewing up in there. <laughs> it, it, like you say, uh, Mr. Benson, if he didn't have any recollection of this, it's gonna be what scary. do you do? It's going to be As scary. As the owner, you, you, you... I cannot look like I do not have control on my franchise. I, I cannot be that owner. And, and once I found... That's why I was really concerned when, when Kraft found out what was going on with Spygate. I think the same thing is going to happen. Let the dust settle. Let it go. And four or five weeks to get into the season when we five and zero, oh, nobody will even think about it. Sky, Sky, I don't know. I don't know if that's kind of the same. This is, this is uh, yeah, he, I mean, he got some videotape. Yeah, okay, that's yeah. 
but trying to take somebody out, carting them off. Like you said, the shield. And the we all shield. know about the shield. In order for us to get a picture of ourselves, we have to go through the shield. I have to print out my own picture because <laughs> it got the shield on it. That's how bad it is. But I can say I have no bitter things about the NFL. It made me uh, a great living. I'm able to support my family through it. Um, went through some 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 heated games. There were some games that I knew those guys were trying to take us out. Right. I knew they were trying to take us out, and it was okay. But later on, did you ever find out the truth? Like right now? No, I never. Somebody found out. blew the whistle. No, I, we, we never found out. It, exactly. We never found out. You know, I know it goes on, but now all of a sudden, there's a finger pointer going. Uh, Saint, uh, New Orleans did it. Now the NFL knows they investigated, found it out to be the truth. Why do they get discovered and no one else does? Yeah, it, it's one. It's, I'm sure it's just not one team that's out there giving this incentive mm-hmm. program. And uh, I know a lot of people that's following me on Twitter, Eagle people. Obviously, everybody know whether I know the Jets are trying to claim Gang Green or other organizations. But when you follow Buddy Ryan, who everybody knew what he was about. He was about defense. He can't really care less about offense. <laughs> Randall, you go do your, in Chicago. Yeah, R- Randall, you go do your thing. Uh, obviously in Chicago, Jimmy Mack, you do your thing, and we're going to win on defense. And it was by any means necessary. Any means. And you look at the Chicago Bears defense. They wasn't taking no prisoners. The forty six was a bitch, man. I'm telling you, <laughs> when they brought the heat. I mean, anytime you can send nine, <laughs> we send in nine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And you're only blocking with five. We send it nine. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, like I said, uh, with the buddy ball, everybody's talking about, everybody remembers the uh, cowboy game with Zendejas and all that. And then, it, you know, it's kind of uh, ironic. Not going to say ironic, but, you know, 2002, we talked a couple weeks ago about the safety of the game mm-hmm. and hitting. And, and then we come up with, <laughs> that just blows our little safety out of the water. Everything. <laughs> Everything gone. So if you cart somebody off in the back of your mind, you're thinking like, oh, dog, in the meeting, I'm about to get paid. Yeah. <laughs> Matter of fact, when's the best time to knock somebody else out? After you knock the first one out. <laughs> that feeling's there. How much was it? So was the pot was 50 the pot G's? was up to 50 G's in some games. Oh, oh, this was a game? Yeah. Oh, this I thought was a this game. Was, oh, wow. No, no. This, it was a big pot per game. Up to fifty grand in some games. Stir it like coffee. Okay. Stir it like so coffee. If you ever wondered why why <laughs> New Orleans was playing so aggressive, <laughs> that's why. And then you go back. Uh, which game was? I think it was uh, the Packer no, game. No, no, no. Remember, remember the playoffs last year when they were playing. No, no. It was when Favre was two in, years ago. When Favre was playing, and they were going oh, after that they ankle. tried to kill Favre. <laughs> remember, they retired Brett Favre. Somebody's getting paid off that remember game. Remember that? I, they, I mean, after that game, he just looked like he had been through a war. He was. He went through the payment program. Yes, he did. <laughs> that's what he went through. He went through the New Orleans Saints payment the program. The whole defense got to check on that oh, one. Man, that's that's, a, that's a, like I said. It's a black ball for an organization. I have nothing but love for the city of New Orleans. Uh, the fans were great when I had my time there. We didn't win games on the football field, but the fans still came out. They supported us. Uh, it's a city that's built on just pride. And then when you see this, it's like a black ball. Obviously, it will blow over. But for those players or those individuals, I'm sure some of the guys on the team now is like, 
Damn, who told, dog? Right. We all, man. It's like in college, you know. Who blew the whistle, man? We were straight. Who we told? We getting paid. We getting cars. Who told? And then you got the coach. You know, you got the former co- coordinator coming out. Um, My bad. You know, Greg Williams is like. My bad. Your bad. My bad. How can he, you know. My, my bad. Like I said, he's got to answer to the questions, and I'm sure the next interview that he's going to have, it will probably be at, uh, you know, be, Wichita Middle School. It's, no, it's going to go like this. <laughs> uh, Coach Williams, can you do what you did with the defense <laughs> in New Orleans? But can you keep the bounty a secret? Because if you can, we you like got to a job. Hire, we like to hire you. Just don't tell anybody about the bounty. Because they were playing some great defense. And then, like you said, it's uh, when I was looking at their defense, I didn't see it as like, the bounty. I just seen it as aggressive guys, just eleven men flying to the ball. Yeah, and I, I you said, know why? Yeah, but but it, you know, like you said, uh, you're supposed to play that the way you're supposed to play the game like that anyway. Yeah, obviously with the rules the way they they are constructed now, you can't go out like that. And then for these guys to break the rules, <laughs> I was I don't see you know like it is breaking the rules. Yes, it, it is. That the guys broke the rule, and for it to come out like this. This is like the top of my show. Man, I wanted to talk about the barbecue fest. I got to talk about some other things that I got going on in Wichita, Kansas. I'm excited about our five-year deal with Junior Rank Sports with the U.S. Marine Corps. Man, but it's a bounty in there. <laughs> it's a bounty. It's a freaking bounty, and everybody knows. Man. Everybody knows it. So I'm, I'm not going to spend any more time on that. I'm just going to let that go. Uh, obviously, we can. Did you see the combine? I didn't watch the combine. I'm not a real big combine guy. Obviously, um, people always say maybe I'm a little bitter. I didn't get invited. I was told, uh, actually me and a buddy of mine was talking about that yesterday. We didn't get invited to um, the Blue-Gray Blue game in Mobile, Alabama. Yep. Uh, me and him was first team All-SEC, which is pretty damn good. Yeah. And we didn't get an invite. So I was told by a couple of sources that I was uncoachable. So that kind of, yeah, yeah. My man Stacey Harrison, we were talking about that yesterday. He was like, man, you the know. The word finally sifted we out. Yeah, we were like first team All-SEC, and we didn't even get invited to the Combine or the blue gray. So now, I'm gonna throw something at you, and we talked about this in the show. Uh, and, and here's the deal: this is gonna blow you away, um, and, and it's gonna come up again. We're gonna advance it next week, but there's information coming out based on what you just said, and, and I'm gonna put you in the story. Um, I don't know if I agree to that. Well, is, it, is there incentive? It, no, it's a bounty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put a bounty on you. <laughs> but, but here's the deal: you got you who did not get invited. And I bet right now, if I gave you the roster of who got invited in your place, I'm sure you would go, man, I think I, it ain't no way he's... And, and here's the deal. I knew why. Okay, but, and, and right now, there is a study out that says in the NFL, the number of players that sit on the bench, the biggest majority of them are white, and teams that the reason that it's not a majority of black players, even though you would think it would make your team, quote unquote, better, faster, whatever. The odds makers, handicappers have put the numbers out that the bench players are worth at least one to two more games. And the white players are more bench players because they're able to handle not playing, they're not much of a, a a headache or or cause a problem. They can sit on the bench and kind of deal with it. Mm. 
and shut up, sit down and shut your mouth. And and they can do that. <laughs> and you know, like I know, how many times did you look in the league and look at that time if you weren't starting immediately, but you on the bench and you like, man, I should be playing, yada yada yada. And they did the study, and having the more whites will give you at least a one to two game advantage because they're better teammates. So in your case, I would take it if that was the word on you and someone else went, they looked at them as probably being a better teammate. A better teammate? I thought I was a pretty good teammate. I think I got drafted. I think I think it was I think it was uh, destiny that the team I did go through go to get drafted by the Eagles since they said I was a little edgy. <laughs> <laughs> Going into a situation, uh, obviously Jerome Brown passed away before I got a chance to play with him. But you know, knowing him for the first three weeks of the training camp or the mini camp, and just seeing his mentality. Mm -hmm. uh, Obviously, everybody know about Andre Waters, his mentality, the way he played the game. And a lot of people said he played the game dirty. He did have the game, the name Dirty Waters, (laughs) Muddy Waters, Muddy Waters, whatever you want to call it. But I know when me and Eric lined up on those corners, we knew we can protect the outside. You ain't you ain't beating us on, on on the outside, and if you go inside, you gonna pay. You're gonna pay because Dirty Waters is in there, and, and his motto was either I'm going to sleep, or you're going, or, to sleep. or you're going to sleep. Somebody was going knockout. to sleep. Yeah, we talking knockouts. And obviously, Wes Hopkins was ever a bit of six four, two hundred and forty pounds, running a four five safety, who was a Pro Bowler as That's well. Sick. So uh, there was no there was no inside routes. Think about your team. Take me through the team. Um, and on the statement I just made. Because sometimes you got to prove a point. Think of that team. Tell me about your bench players. The bench. I was one of those bench players. Okay. Did you like it? Well, considering the guys are on the field at that particular time, I kind of dealt with it. But knowing in the back of my mind, like I could be out there playing. Uh huh. And uh-huh. the tenth round, I was like, you know, obviously God put me in this position for a reason. Eleventh uh-huh. round draft pick. There were only what twelve rounds. Uh huh. And I wasn't happy. I'm thinking like, okay, I'm in the league now, but I want to play. Uh-huh. I've come from Alabama. I started for come two on. years. You just you just checking them off. Yeah. And Every I'm, reason that that they don't want black bench players because you can't take it. I can't take that. You can't take it. I can't take that playing. I can't take sitting here. I can't take. That. I ain't a good teammate because I want to be out there. Yeah, Do I you can. see that? I mean, does that make sense to you? Because statistics back it up. I mean, does that, even from when you played, that's why I say, think back. On your team, does that hold true back then? Because when I thought back, it did. When I went back through my teams, I'm like, damn, we did have more bench players that were white than black. And when you look at it, the mentality is, I don't like sitting on the bench. I want to play. When you look back at at, at your time, does that add up? um, The ratio is different. Obviously, you know, you look at any roster from NBA to the NFL to the, you know, the, the sports teams. You look at the uh, the demographic of the team. And right now, the way these guys are getting paid, I might be one of those guys that be like, go ahead out there. I'll sit down and make a meal. <laughs> well. I, I'm cool. I'm cool like that. But in my, my, in my, my, man, my, mentality, my mentality was like, man, I need to make some more dough. I want to play this game. This is the best game on earth. I love the atmosphere playing in Philly. Oh, my God, we're playing against the Cowboys. It's Monday night football. I'm sitting on the bench. Put me in. I can't take this. 
Put me in. Now, now, now I, I can't speak for for my, exactly. for, my, for my for my white teammates. Exactly. I don't know their mentality is like you know. Put me in. I want to guard Mike. I want to get an opportunity to tackle Emmitt Smith. I want to pick off Troy Aikman. That was our mentality. That was my mentality, and I gathered that mentality from playing with those guys, and it carried through my whole career. Even when I went to Kansas City, uh, the defense that we that we played, uh, they constructed it around so I'll be on the field as much as possible. Uh, they moved James around, James Hasty around a lot, and put me and Dell on the corners because they knew I wasn't going to come there to sit on the bench. And that was some of the things that they said. We're going to sign you. We're going to pay you like a starter because I could have went to other teams and started, but they was like, we're going to put you on the field 99% of the time. And I guess maybe they knew I was like, like man, I ain't sitting there. You're just backing up the, the, the research that's out there already. That I didn't hear about that. That's, that's, that's something I guess that's something to look into. And, and look at the adjustment that they made to squash what they thought about you being a, a malcontent at times, maybe because you wouldn't be playing. Here's what we're going to do, Mark. We're going to pay you like a starter, play you 99% of the time, so they can take that out your mind right now and get you on board. The NFL is so smart, man, and that's what we're breaking down week in, week out, just the ways that they're kind of covering things up Making us think one thing when it's something else. I don't know so that blindfold. You, you, you didn't know. Not only blindfold, but you didn't see the game simulated that EA Sports did, where they took a all black team against an all white team. Oh my! They did that? Yes. Yeah, we did. Matter of fact, they did it off a show we did like three weeks ago. We did a show that you know what would happen and if they had used, all black. They use current players. Yes. And they got paid off of that. Well, guess what? So I wonder if the players that they use got paid well, off. Well, that. that I don't know. That part I don't know. No, they ain't get paid. I don't, know, I don't know. All <laughs> I know is that they did a breakdown of the players who would be on the team. They played a simulated game, uh, and uh, the white team won. And the simple fact that they looked at the way the teams broke down and the reason, now get this, the NFL – the way the salary cap is structured, they use the same thing for picking these games. The the salary cap would have been out of whack to bring every black player that they wanted. It allowed them to put like Chad Ochocinco as a kicker because you don't have any black kickers in the league. He did kick, though. right? He so they kick. put a Chad Ochocinco in as the kicker in this game because that's what they could do. Uh, and in the end, uh, the white guys won. What did they say? Were smarter? Uh, not that they were smarter. <laughs> just the fact that here's how that came down. Because of the salary cap, you were able to fit more prominent white guys into the white team than you could on the black team. Because so, of the talent? No, because of the salary cap. Because okay. of money. That's crazy. Yeah, and, and, and just a nice breakdown. But when you looked at the lineups versus one another, I mean, obviously, uh, 100 times out of 100 times, you'd say. Black team's going to win. But when they played the game, white team won. And you, I, if you say that, then you can look at some of the uh, some of the youth games. And I'm, I'm, I'm a part of a lot of these youth games. And you take these inner city kids. And they who get have, smoked. Who have tons of talent. Get smoked. And they go over and play, you know, Johnny and Bobby and them. They and those, <laughs> they get killed. And they're wondering, like, why? Because they're organized. Fundamentals. And they're not arguing. They're not tripping. Brother gets scored on. He's looking at his boy like, what the hell? You, you, you're coming back to the point I just made earlier because it's just an easier grind with that white team versus everything you just said. You're just summing it up, my man. 
Oh, wow. Everything. I, I know I missed a couple of callers. I had well, Sean from L.A. I just pulled up the screen. Sean is no longer there. I had Bill from Chicago. Oh, Chris from Chicago. If you're out there listening, I didn't click on that. I was deep into this. Uh, the game. Yeah, yeah. Call, call back. I appreciate you guys. 888-346-9144. We did hit on a little bit about the uh, the bounty bag, the bounty hunters, uh, the, the shrimp etouffee, the shrimp gumbo. 50 G's, baby. <laughs> 50 G's. It was out there like 50 cent. They was putting it on it. <laughs> so yeah, we're, we're hitting on that a little bit. And then, uh, you know, we kind of got off of that. We got on the little educational things that I wasn't aware of. And like I said, we got a lot of stuff that's going on this weekend. Obviously, the barbecue festival. Oh, man. I'm going to talk about that. My man, Mike, uh, I think he was supposed to call in. It's tomorrow. I talked to him in this last show, man. I had to get Mike on, man. I'm a Pitmaster fan. Okay, so tomorrow, 11 to 7 p.m., it's at the Surprise Recreational Complex in Surprise, Arizona, the barbecue festival. I still have two tickets left that I will be giving away. I just gave away a couple of more to my man. You got the midnight show tonight, too. The big midnight barbecue, where they do something special well, tonight. Well, I got to rest tonight. Me and my son, uh, I know I had some information. We're running in a marathon tomorrow. So we're doing like a little dad, father marathon. It's for Ryan's house. So it's tomorrow evening. Well, tomorrow morning, we're going to be running. Uh, what time we run tomorrow, Zay? We run tomorrow at 830. Ooh. So he's been running miles already in his little marathon. So he's good to go. He looked like he ready. I think I'm going to be the guy that he's going to be, you know, uh, Looking at me like, come on, Dad, you're embarrassing me. Yeah, do that. So Make I, sure. So I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna go out tonight. I'm not gonna have any cold things to drink besides some water, H2O. Obviously, uh, I do want to show my. Son. I, I got a wee. I can't let him beat me. But it's, it's too early. early. It's too early. Yeah. But you know, he's gonna earn that whooping on you. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's gonna have to earn it. Yeah, you're gonna, not gonna give it. I got a feeling you're not just gonna hand it over to him. Look at him. You can tell when he's. You can see the competitive juice. Yeah, yeah, look at him. He I, I, I don't think your mic is on. I don't think your mic he's is on. He's revving all what up. Mike, what mic you got? Four. Hey, can you get Mike four on for my he's man? He's revving up. All right, we got, we got, okay, we got Chris. Chris, you out there? Hey, my, hey, how you guys doing? Hey, what's going on, my man? Uh, nothing much. Uh, I, I kind of wanted to get back to the New Orleans situation, if you guys don't mind. Oh, what, what you, what you got? What you chiming in on? What you, what you feel like? You feel like it was uh, injustice? Uh. I guess you could say that, but you know, now, now it has the NFL thinking, okay, the Saints aren't the only team that's doing this. That's my opinion. Uh, you think they're gonna possibly look more into it? That's what it looks like. Am uh, I wrong? Well, I, I know they're gonna look more into it. Uh, obviously, when you see, um, the commissioner going into a guy getting hit late or a guy getting knocked out, uh, they, they, they investigate that. They'll find the guy within, what, 24 hours. Mm-hmm. But now when you got some, some, uh, 50 G's on the line every week for 16 weeks. And I think that's really an undercut, man. I think they might be throwing 50 G's out there. <laughs> I think I got a feeling that's this more. That's why I said, is that it? I'm with you. I got a feeling this more. So, you know, if uh, obviously, I wonder if it was doing the Super Bowl run? Yeah, because it was 2009, 10, and 11. Oh, yeah, it was more than 50 G's a game. Yeah, 2009, 10, 11. So, so this was last year. That was an expensive Super Bowl. <laughs> that was an expensive Super Bowl. I, I bet I, I know who's pissed off right now, Brett Favre. I, I know Brett Favre pissed off. He because said, "I know, I told y'all." He was straight bounty meat that whole game. <laughs> he said, "I told y'all." Now my son's Mike. What you, so, so in answer to your question, um, I, like I said, with the take of the uh, the new commissioner, not even say new. He's the commissioner now. You mean the sheriffs? 
Sheriff Joe. Well, I just call him Sheriff Joe of the NFL. But he's going to he's definitely got to make a point. He's got to make a statement. Obviously, there's going to be other teams that's probably going to be calling their guys right now to be like, yo, shut your mouth. <laughs> so it's unfortunate that that happened to the Saints organization because, you know, they've been through so much and they're like the Cinderella team of the NFL because of the tragic and Katrina. But um, like I said, this is not the this is just the opening of the uh, of Pandora's the box. Yeah, this is just the opening of it. So I appreciate you calling in, my man. Well, now the well, one more question, if you guys don't mind. Now the question is, uh, does Drew Brees want to come back to New Orleans? It, well, if they're going to write Drew Brees a big check, Hell Drew Brees yeah. going to be right there in New Orleans. I don't think this has anything to do with uh, Drew Brees signing a contract. Obviously, uh, he's the heart and soul of the team, and I'm sure he's just as disappointed as anybody because he's that guy that everybody looks to in the locker room as far as being a leader. But um, but you threw something out hot early on, Mark, when you said Drew knew, Drew this knew thing about could him. he might know something <laughs> or probably does because he's the team guy gets yeah. them all revved up. Yeah. But he hasn't been franchised, no contract. You threw something out earlier, man. Maybe in a weird kind of way, this this is kind of like a combustible storm. It could be. He could be like, yo, I don't want to be a part of this. Or not only that, you got to wait and see what the NFL is going to do because if they take that franchise tag or take some things away, where do you go? Mm. Where do you go with it if you lose more than you anticipate? So, Drew, come come to the uh, come to the Cardinals. We need a little excitement out here in the valley. I'm sure Larry well, Fitzgerald. You know who I want to I'm see? I'm sure come. Larry Fitzgerald is probably like, yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see Hines Ward yeah, in a Cardinal yeah, yeah, uniform. True, true warrior. True warrior. Him and Fitz. He gonna be still not. He's knocking people out. <laughs> Him and Fitz together. So I hope that answers your question, man. I appreciate you supporting the show, man, and uh, be safe out there this weekend. Hey, thanks a lot. All right, you're welcome. We got another caller on Bill. Bill, you out there? Hey, boss. How you doing, man? What's going on, Bill in Philly, PIA? Yeah, P- Yachter, 123. I appreciate you tweeting me back all the time. Oh, no <laughs> doubt, man. No doubt, man. I appreciate the support. Okay, reason I'm calling is this. It is about this thing. And I do remember Buddy Balls and all that, which <laughs> you guys went through. That was then, like you said, you didn't make much money back then, so you had to do a little hustle. But when you look at these guys... $50,000. Now, how would the Saints have reacted if somebody went out and purposely injured Breeze? Mm. What would that have cost that team? Mm. How would you the, say I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I understand that, but trust me, like I said, this is just the opening. I'm sure as a defensive guy, knowing the mentality, the way to beat the Saints is, I'm going to say it like they probably said, we got to stop Drew Breeze. That's the political right. way to say to, it. So the Saints have got a, and other quarterbacks, Kurt Warner come out, he said he knew about it. Five other teams are going to know you're hurting my quarterback. I'm going after yours. So now, also they talked about Mr. Benson. I'm watching CNN here. I mean, uh, ESPN here now, and they're discussing taking draft picks. Yeah, Get, and finding the guys that got the money and letting them go. Ooh, it, yeah, it, yeah cause you took money. That's against every rule and regulation there is. Right, right. That's get that was that's a uh, that's called legalized pimping. That's what that's wow. called. Right. That's what says down here. And what you're talking about is like Bree saying, you know what? I want. They're only offered him more money than everybody else, right. but he wants $5 million more. Now, the guy doesn't seem to me that guy that's a greedy guy. And like you guys are saying, maybe he knows, you know what? This team could be terrible for the next couple of years. Right. It could be It could be like USC. Well, you see the devastation already <laughs> coming, <laughs> man. You're talking about losing uh, uh, Marcus Ghost. All these guys are you know, talking about leaving. Uh, this yeah. thing is just a tip. It's just starting to brew, and by the time all the fines are levied by, by the NFL, who knows what this team will look like. 
Well, what, what they're talking about now is they said, they said it's going to be at least as, at least as bad as what it was for Spygate and probably oh, yep. worse. Oh, because yep. Peyton, the coach did come out and say he knew of it, just did not do enough to stop it. Oh, that's that's real bad. And I feel bad for, the, like I said, a lot of those guys on yeah. that team that uh, went through a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, hard work, sweat and tears on the on the team. I know I, I'm a, yeah, everybody knows I'm a big Alabama alumni, big Alabama yeah. supporter. My man Mark Ingram, I'm sure. Um, My man, you know, and it, it's just gonna <laughs> it, it's just gonna be sad if they. I'm not going to say it's going to be sad. It, they broke the rules. And, now, uh, besides that, let's get back to Philly and uh, Mr. Oh. Short Arm Jackson got his franchise. And now, now I know I know a lot of people don't like D-Jack. I'm a, I'm a D-Jack fan, and I know my son's probably going to chime in here as well. He's one of the best. Well, the yeah. thing that's amazing, a couple weeks ago he said he loves to be franchised. He wants to stay the team, yada, yada. Since he's been franchised, you know, the guys on Daily News Live and whatnot been trying to interview him, he won't talk to a soul. Was he high? Was his eyes kind of red? Or did he have his shades on? Because if any of that yeah, was happening, he wouldn't like talk he does, to him. Oh, I'm in, I'm in Miami. I'm doing this, you know. He thinks he's T.O., but he's not T.O. And maybe getting Rosenhaus as his agent was the worst thing he ever could have done because of the falling out. Yeah, he's uh, and we talk about Rosenhaus. We talked about, a friend of mine talked about this the other day. And everybody knows the trouble that T.O. went through. And he was that guy. Right. Now, all of a sudden, T.O. Hey, T.O. don't live too far from me. I was out there the day he was doing his damn sit-ups in the driveway. <laughs> and, and, and now, you know, with, with uh, the financial situation of T.O. and Rosenhaus was supposed to be that guy. Oh. And it looks good. And all of a sudden, T.O.'s like, damn, where's my money? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, he and Al Iverson <laughs> spent it at the same casino. They're both broke. I mean, Iverson, $155 oh my God, million dollars gone. Yeah, yeah. But, 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 but it goes back to the Jackson so they say there is this bounty bowl. He refuses to go across the middle. He just wants to run straight down the field, you know, as quick as he can. And if you get the ball to me, great. And if you don't, I'm not busting my ass. Well, that was that was last year. Now, now into the, his oh. defense, I understand he uh, handled it a little bit premature. Obviously, um, he's a young man who I have respect for as a player because he does get the job done when he's happy. And you got to remember, the year before all this happened, he was insane. D Jack is that guy. He's ecstatic. Then he got, and like some of these guys on Daily News Live, they've been around covering him for a long time, know him. They say the same thing. He got in his head, or Rosenhaus got in his head and says, stop doing what you're doing and let them see what happens when they don't have you. Well, well, in this day and age, I don't think you can pull that crap off. Well, not in Philly. Obviously, they put this franchise tag on him. I think that was great for him. I'm sure Michael Vick is excited about that. As an Eagle guy, I'm excited to have him back in the lineup. Obviously, well, what they're talking about now is they think they're going to franchise and trade him. I can see that. Uh, I mean, I can actually see that. that Well, he won't be going to New Orleans. But but what what you just said, though, Bill, that goes on in the league, bro. I mean, you can talk about players taking time off. We can start with Randy Moss. We can finish this year with uh, the wideout from uh, the Jets who quit in the game. Uh, No, no. No. Uh, uh, Moss? Was it Moss? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did the receivers all do that? I mean, just quit in the game. The offensive linemen end up saying, listen, if you don't want to play the freaking (laughs) game, you know, get your ass on the bench then. You know, exactly. I mean, it Listen, happens, I'm bro. I'm it happens. Guy, six years old. I will run across the middle once for nine million dollars if I make it off the field. Great. Okay, but Bill. But see, but see, Bill, that's a bunch of bullshit. Bill, you ain't running across that middle. <laughs> here's the deal, man. It's just like what I'm hearing uh, with L.A. and right with this Paul Gasol stuff. I mean, how the hell you making twenty million dollars, right. but because your name has been linked to a trade rumor? You can't play to your full potential because you just don't understand. 
What kind of crap is that? You, I mean, for $20 million, you, you give it up night in, night out. Lay, lay off my leg, because I'll see my boy. I'll see, I'll I love the Lakers, too. I'll be in L.A. in a couple of weeks. Come on out there, Jim, if you're out there listening, Jim. You don't see quarterbacks screaming, I'm the only guy. They get their money. You don't see the center who's got a Wait, 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 whoa, 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 Bill. The quarterback these days don't have to scream because they've got a wife like Giselle that'll do it for them. Mm, yeah, I know. Well, listen. If my wife wants to pray for me, what the hell? I mean, <laughs> hey, I appreciate you. Appreciate you on her knees, and it's in front of me. I'm a happy guy. Hey, I appreciate you calling in, Bill, and uh, voicing your opinion. Yeah, I didn't mean to say it. I apologize, but listen, Phillies, we're, we're here. I understand it, but listen, you can't be hurting people on purpose for money because that is their career and their family. I agree 100. percent Stop All right, lying. you have a great night, Boston. Thank you so much for taking the call. All right, I man, you're welcome, man. You're, I, I appreciate you calling in. I want to give my man uh, Jason. Jason's in the studio as well. With some I, stuff, I, yeah, too. yeah, with some with some bands. I I, I met him uh, uh, at a buddy of mine, Ken's. We was at the uh, Bombay Spice. We're out there eating gluten-free wings, uh, salads, all kind of stuff. It was great food. Good and stuff. obviously, I work the uh, I wear bands and I support. Uh, my foundation as well and it was kind of like a uh, conversation piece and he just he just came up to me and i you know had to see his band i was like and my mom's <laughs> like that's pretty damn cool so he came out and uh you know we kind of broke bread a little bit so my man jason's at zox zox straps yep. zox straps so yep. we'll, we'll be uh doing some business with him as well uh he's, he's on board with my foundation as well as the things that we're doing for kids uh with autism uh he's going to help out with the uh, heart springs so if you're out there in wichita kansas He's going to come up with something cool, something flashy right. with a little cheap flavor to it. <laughs> but uh, definitely uh, with the proceeds, all the proceeds will be going back to autism. So I'm not looking to get rich off of this. He's not looking to get rich. And when he proposed that to me, I'm all on board with that because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that wants to tie themselves with your name or whatever and try to make a, a mighty dollar. And uh, I'm, I'm definitely not about that. So, my man, so give everybody a little information about what you got going on because I, like I like the straps. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, yeah, man, they're, uh, they're called Zockstraps. It was a brand I actually started um, to teach my younger brothers actually how to be entrepreneurs. Uh, we started off, the very first one I made actually, uh, bought some elastic and some markers to match uh, a pair of Nike Dunks I had. Nike Dunks? That's so, right, some lime green, so, some so lime let me, green let me, Dunks. Let me, let me see if I get the picture here. Yeah. You, you, and this, you're sitting around. And this kind of reminds me of the story, the guy with the pet rock. And, 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 and you're sitting around, probably had a beer or two, and, you know, you know probably a fat one, and said, man, listen, we got this elastic, I got these markers, I'm a... Bro, I just have to... I have bet to. you we can sell these. <laughs> just like the guy with the pet rock. Hey, I bet, a fee, I bet you I could put this rock in a box, and people will buy it. Yeah, it was, it was something like that. Yeah, you know, I just... Uh has happened to have some elastic and some markers around. No, I'm just kidding. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's, it was funny, though. It's like I'd always kind of had, uh, you know, like different stuff on my wrist, watches, things like that, and um, started messing around with it, made this first one, and I wore it around and showed some friends. They all thought it was funny looking. They are like, what the heck yeah, is that? It was a I sewed it together with some silver thread, and it looked horrible, but I was like, this is cool. You guys are going you're gonna to see what's up, so... Took it back to Michigan, where uh, my younger brothers are. My whole family is actually We're from part Michigan, of Michigan, from Grand Rapids. All right, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Spartan, baby. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, took it back there, showed it to them. We actually had a an arts and crafts, a family arts and crafts night, a Kuiper's family arts and crafts night, and there you uh, go. everybody was sitting around the table, kind of drawing up some different ones. The next day, my brothers wore them to school, and some kids started asking me, "I'm like, where the heck did you get that from?" So 
that's really how it started, and from there, it's kind of it's grown exponentially. It's just been absolutely amazing. The things that have I want to get you on Shark Tank, bro. <laughs> I got to get you on Shark Tank. I love to be on Shark Tank. Thousand, two hundred thousand. Just the just the exposure alone, I think, could be <laughs> enough for me, man. I'm I'm just all about just you know working with with people who are like minded who love doing uh, their thing and like doing something to contribute back to the overall group, not just themselves. You know. So, I, like I said, I, that's one of the things that kind of drew me to you. Obviously, you know my work with my foundation. Uh, if anybody don't know, if you're out there just first time listener, if you're following me on Twitter at Mark McMillan twenty nine. Uh, go to our website at hardhittingradio.com. We'll probably I'll be displaying some of the bands as well uh, on our website. Like I said, I do uh, I I I rock the bands and I'm around high school and youth kids every weekend from 100 kids to 300 kids. So they'll definitely get the name out, get the exposure out. But I also want to come up with something cool to so these kids can gravitate to. Definitely. Obviously, my son he he loves them and you know. When, Little kids go to school with them. You know, <laughs> kids think they see colors and a little something different. Yeah. And he's he's yeah. all about something different. So definitely, uh, he's on board with it. Uh, what's your website so people can go on and check it out? Uh, the website is zoxstraps.com. It's z o x s t r a p s dot com. And then we also have a Twitter, which is just at zoxstraps, and Facebook, which is uh, slash zoxstraps. So so if you're out there, if you're following me, make sure you go on and check him out on Twitter. Uh, make sure you check out his Facebook. If you have a foundation or organization, anything coming definitely. up, uh, he'll definitely be able to make some custom, right? Yeah, we do everything custom. Um, we actually just started talking today about making individualized ones. We're calling it the Bespoke Program, where people can actually submit their designs in, and uh, we'll custom make individual ones for them. But at the mm, same time, we nice. do a lot of stuff. Uh, we have a bunch of different divisions. We have collection, which are ones we make. Each one is a collectible part of a series that we do. They're all limited numbers. Like you see on there, it's yep. each one is individually numbered on the inside on the tag. Uh, we have Collabo, which are ones we actually work with other brands. And uh, SOS, which is actually exactly what we were talking about, working mm-hmm. with nonprofits and charities right. and special needs. Man, That's what's is, up. I'm, exci- I'm, I'm excited for <laughs> I'm the. Real. Uh, this is great. I'm excited for the uh, for the design to come up. So if you're out there listening in Wichita, Kansas, uh, he's going to come up with something. We threw some ideas out there. I'm not going to tell you guys. Definitely it's keep gonna on be, DL. It's going to be a little surprise, but it'll be it'll be real nice. Uh, I mean, it'll be going to Heart Spring and raising money for the uh, autism walk that I'll be out there doing in April. I believe it's uh, April 14th. I'll be out there in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, I want to get them off the top too. Uh, prayers go out to the families in, in Missouri, uh, in Illinois, and yeah. obviously in Alabama with the storms coming through the Midwest uh, and down south as well. Uh, we get so caught up in our stuff and football and stuff like that, but there's also people out there right now without any water, any lights, and there's also people out there grieving for their family. So all my prayers go out from the uh, Hard Hitting Radio staff. Uh, I'm sure I'll speak for everybody here at Voice America Sports. Uh, for the families that's going through uh, this just tra- terrible tragedy, uh, just you know, you know, we sit here in Arizona. It's 75, it's mm. 80. We don't <laughs> have to worry about any tornadoes or anything. And we're talking about going to the barbecue festival. Just a hot boob every now and then. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so definitely want to give my my prayers and condolences to those that do, had lost somebody. And if you haven't, if the storm is coming through, hopefully you can take cover. Um, no, I've been going back and forth on Twitter with people from Alabama as well. So hopefully all my people are safe uh, and, uh, you know, get get shelter. So that's, uh, that's something that uh, I had to deal with in Alabama. I didn't know what the heck was going on coming from California. All of a sudden we go into a basement. I'm like, what? Where, where, where are we going? <laughs> tornado? What, what's what's uh, a tornado? Just follow me, son. Uh, yeah, you yeah. really want to be down here. Yeah, so, uh, so hopefully, every, you know, hopefully, uh, you know, by the grace of God that there are no more fatalities 
through this, this through this storm. But there's also, you know, you look at it uh, in a biblical way. There's a message to this that you know, slow down what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, enjoy life a little bit more. Uh, don't worry about the guy in the club popping a full five hundred dollar worth of bottle and inviting you to the VIP room, and you thinking you special. <laughs> and then two days later, he ain't blowing your phone up no more. And you wonder why. Then you go back to that same club. And he got your homegirl, so don't be mad at him. <laughs> I'll tell you now, if you want to keep that guy, that girl, get you a Zock strap. That's right. Not a Zock strap. A Zock strap. A Zock strap. Zock strap. And you can actually customize it. <laughs> you can wear his and hers. Yeah. They increase your swag. You yeah, 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 there you go. There you go. Yeah. You know, you, if like you lose her, say, I'm you know what? You might be a pretty it. girl. That'd be tight. That's increase your swag. Sock like that. That's, he's got there one right go. there, Swagger Jacker. That's it. Oh, As a he swagger like, jacker. He's all about the swag, man. He's all, we were talking about that. He's like, Dad, you don't have no swag. And like, then you said you have swagoo. Yeah, I got swagoo. Swagoo. That's yeah, even better. Yeah, yeah I got go. swagoo. No, you just got goo. You just, I just got, got goo? goo. <laughs> I guess when you get a little older, you just turn into goo. <laughs> okay, now that, that's a little loud. What else you got? We got actually uh, this one right here. This is the very first one that we did. Okay. It's called FNF. stands for Friends and Family. Right on. Nice. The coolest part about this one is we actually we only gave it out to people that we actually met. And I actually got one for you guys here. Oh, that's uh, love. Yeah. So appreciate that, brother. These are the most limited edition ones that we have of all. It's probably our most requested that's one. special love. And it's cool because to have one of those means that you've met us in person, that kind of thing. And that's really people who have had those are ones who have helped us spread the the love, I guess, the most. I appreciate uh, that. Well, we're going to spread the word. Yeah, I appreciate that. And, and I, I want to get about, uh, I got awesome news, too. I know I've been working uh, back and forth with the Phoenix Children's Hospital. Um, they asked me to come on board to be uh, part of their team, their sports medicine team. Um, they're doing studies for concussions. Wow. So their doctors nice. are doing studies on, on concussions. So I'll be out there. Um, it's sometime in May. I think I put it on my calendar. So I'll be speaking uh, at the Phoenix Children's Hospital Sports Banquet. Um, I know Bruce Cooper will be on board as well. So I'll be out there speaking um, on behalf of just the, my experience and uh, try to give you know a little inspiration to the kids. So big shout-out to all the Phoenix Children's Hospital staff. I'm excited that they opened their door up to, uh, to want me to be that guy to go out to these different schools and speak on on my behalf as far as the injuries and the sport and just try to find a, a better better way that That's we can protect stuff. these kids because uh, they were telling me some of the stories. Like these kids are like 8- and 9-year-old. You see the Pop Warner kids yeah, yeah. coming in with concussions. And, you know, they're just saying, like, Mom, I got a headache. And they're like, oh, okay, just go take right. some Tylenol and go lay down. Come to find out, this kid is he's off worse off than you really think he is. Yeah, but you know what, Mark? It, it, it also, to me, I mean, let's go back when we That's came up. That's why my up. son's playing basketball. See? <laughs> I mean, when we came up, man, it, it, a lot of that stuff, it's just like ADD and all this other stuff. Man, I, I hate to say it, but we didn't have ADD when I was a kid. It was a switch or a belt, and then you, you, you kind of cooled out and yeah. got your life back together. You figured it out. Okay, it wasn't <laughs> go get this medication and cool out. So now when some of the things I hear, I, I just think that more times than not, it's just the way we now get into mind control on people, man. And, and a lot of this stuff, just like the good old days, it's just something else for us to be alarmed about. I don't think that kind of stuff is really – how do you just all of a sudden – Put a label on something. He's ADHD. He's got attention deficit. No. I got that right now. You do not. Because my attention span is short. But you do. But that ain't no label. <laughs> I just don't want to listen. Right. I just don't want to hear it. It never has. It's like he don't never. He's got no. He just don't want to hear it. <laughs> that's See, what that's yeah, it. man. You was a malcontent when you played. <laughs> that's what it was. Yeah, it was no like, wonder. Like, no wonder you didn't get to the blue gray game. <laughs> 
It's I see why. Roll tie. <laughs> I, I gotta ask this question. How's oh my your, god. How's your ankle going? What ankle? Your ankle with the Achilles. Oh, my Achilles going great. Are you sure about that? I'm great. You see me running tomorrow. I it's, sit up. Are we gonna run? Who's who's winning tomorrow? Me or you? Put put your money where your mouth is. I'm just gonna say I've ran this before and not <laughs> stop running. Oh, okay. you see, when you say he's an experienced runner, yeah, he's, he's running. He's been running a mile and a half like every two weeks. Okay, in the marathon oh, every two weeks. What happened? Well, they, they got a they got a running club, so he runs twice. Oh, you know, I got run you. at school, and then they run the marathons on like Fridays. So he's you he's ready? Shape. Yeah, he he's been running for like two months. Oh hell. I'm going over here. <laughs> Nothing personal, big dog, but I got to go with the guy I've been training. A little younger. Like you say. A if, little. Like you <laughs> Oh, see, there you go. You go get him started. I'm glad you know, that's people out there, there's People that's out there listening, everybody's probably used to it now. They love when he gets on the air. Obviously, he's a clown, but, he, you know, I like him because, you know, he's got his own little personality. He doesn't bite his tongue. And you know that it is what it is. So like uh, your hairline, you can't fix it. It is what it is. Oh, you talking about my hairline? It's starting to look like LeBron. Yeah, you keep talking about my hairline. That was that was a low blow right there. You might have to walk home on that one. When he played it, the headband was right here. I had a, I had a jerk curl. I had a jerk curl. I had a full hair. I had a full head of care. I had the you know I had the hey, juice. Wait, I gotta get you, man. If everybody out there listening, I had the juice. Whenever you see LeBron, think of Mark. Just think of Mark minus the bank account. How LeBron wear that headband? Minus the hops. <laughs> and and my, minus the hop. So, uh, LB, you speaking of LB, we got like three minutes with the performance they put on last night. I don't give a damn. I wouldn't put him in the MVP running. No way. Who's he, your MVP? Kevin Durant? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. I got to put, put Durant in there. But I don't even put I don't even put LeBron in it. When what about he's at Kobe? Cleveland? What about Kobe? Kobe's all right. He's there. Scoring, doing what he has to do. We'll see where the Lakers end up, though. We need a we need a guard. We need to do something. I, we, I don't know. I don't know if we uh, if, uh, Kobe got to put a bounty were, out. I thought they were going. <laughs> and Jerry Buss got to put some. You know, yeah, this, <laughs> maybe D Wade put a bounty out on Kobe. <laughs> no, nah, they put a bounty out on Jeremy Lin. <laughs> did yeah, they he did, put a yeah. bounty out on yeah, Jeremy yeah, Lin? Yeah, now, if you want to yeah, talk about a bounty, yeah, they did do that. So we need to we need to check their uh, their their uh, files. You text check, check, check their tax report for next year and see what they was writing off. Because they was doing some write-offs. <laughs> I don't even think the commissioner care. Not that commissioner in the no. NBA. So my man Jason, uh, make sure give me your uh, information for your website again. Uh, Zoxstraps.com. Z-O-X-S-T-R-A-P-S.com. At Zoxstraps at Twitter and uh, slash Zoxstraps on Facebook. So tomorrow you can check me and my son. I will be out at the uh, D.C. ranch running on behalf of Ryan's house. All the proceeds will be going uh, to, to Ryan's house. I got a chance to meet the staff over there yesterday. Great facility. Um, I can say anything dealing with kids, I'm all on board. So we'll start running about 8.30. I'll be done about uh, 9.30. No, no, no. Just like in time. <laughs> just in time <laughs> just, to get over to the uh, pit masters. Just in time to get over to the pit masters. So we'll be at Surprise uh, Recreational Center tomorrow. Uh, I've been giving out tickets all over the place. I've been giving out to uh, Bridget. She's with Hope Kids. I've given out some for the Phoenix Children's Hospital. I've also given out some to Ryan's house. So those are where my tickets go. So a lot of people are like, who are you going to give me? Like, no, these tickets are going to go to some kids <laughs> and some families that really need it, that, uh, you know, the children that's going through something that uh, we don't go through on a daily basis. So to see some of these kids out there that's probably been diagnosed with cancer, you've seen them in the hospital a month ago, you might see some of those kids at the barbecue That'd place just, ha- just happy. That'd be freaking great. Just, just happy to be like, yo, I appreciate the opportunity. A little so barbecue sauce on their face. A little. Oof, I'm trying to get so a cool. lot. And, 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 no, the kids, and, 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 the Make kids. sure the, the pit guys, make sure you guard your seasoning. 
Because I do like the grill too. If I see you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be looking to see what kind of salt y'all putting up in your dry rub. So I'm, I'm gonna definitely be trying to steal some uh, steal some secrets out there. But I'm excited, man. We're we're gonna do that marathon, and uh, I'll see you out there. We'll be yeah, getting our I'm grub be on, there, man. And and I might sneak out there around midnight tonight because I heard it's gonna be get down for get down. Yeah, yeah. Mike said they go, they throwing down tonight. Midnight. So it's just gonna be the witching hour. What you got baby. going on this weekend? I'm I'm gonna be there now. That you guys said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking that midnight thing sounded real good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're gonna be out. We may as well be out. There you right. go. And I'll give you a call. I'll give Mike a call if you need tickets. Uh, he said I can get as many tickets as I want. There we go. So we'll, we'll get you guys in. So we gotta wrap this show up. But I definitely appreciate all the callers that called in. Very knowledgeable. Uh, a little teed off at D Jack. But you know, it's just that's just part of being a professional athlete. You got to take the good with the bad. Hell yeah! It's and part uh, of it. so, to all the uh, people out there in New Orleans, my prayers go out to you guys. If the tornado comes through that way, yo, it's a tornado but, there now. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> you're right about that. It's so, still blowing through. So everybody out there, be safe this weekend. If you're out there having a cold beverage or cold something to drink, please don't drink and drive. Just call a cab. Like Tiger said, have a nice day. Yeah, Tiger. Tiger, Tiger, Tiger Woods, y'all. Tiger needs to step his Tiger game Woods. up. Maybe Tiger needs to go back to that Waffle House and get a couple And right hits. now, Tiger, Tiger Hood. Tiger Hood, Tiger Wood. Appreciate everybody out here. This is Hard Hit Radio. Follow your boy on Twitter at MarkMcMillan29 and on Facebook as well. But don't be sending me no photos that I can't open up. You you send, him, send him that photo of him cashing that bounty check. <laughs> I'll holler. Yes. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. He give you for reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. Here's what you're feeling. We're bringing the cutting edge. Yeah, 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 y